Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am your non-famous host, Dave Caius. <laughs> We'll explain that inside joke in a minute. We've got our engineer, Kyle, our producer, T-Bone, in-house barbecue expert, and my co-host, way more famous than I am, Don. 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 Yes. Don. Dan Doc Hathaway. Oh, excuse us. It's our oh, first week. Professional jealousy is so ugly. Coming up, Don has lined up for us. Uh, Travis Clark, who's going to be talking to us from Yukon, Oklahoma. I believe that's near Oklahoma City. Yeah, it's uh, it's really close. He's got the Clark Crew BBQ. Dot com is that is that the name of his um, team too? Yes. Yeah, so uh, it it all started out as his team, and then uh, since then he's opened up a restaurant in Oklahoma City, and and it's you know coincidentally coincidentally called. Clark Crew Barbecue. It's a gorgeous restaurant. It's an amazing, and the, and the menu yeah. looks really good. Yeah, and I heard, I, I heard that for the food's all right too. What so. <laughs> <But> I like, <laughs> and this is something we'll touch with base with him. I love his his slogan is Clark Crew Barbecue is for families who want competition quality barbecue. Yeah, see, and, and then there, there's the other one that's uh, never trust a skinny man's barbecue, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is more fitting, really. So, um, also later in the show, Dan and I we're going to be discussing brines and marinades um t-bun how are you doing buddy uh i'm i'm fine i got to finally get out speak of never trust a skinny man's barbecue <laughs> yeah uh, i went to slaps barbecue oh, slaps is over so good the weekend and oh my god my son came to me and said let's go get some barbecue now he has a very small menu of which he will eat from basically mcnuggets top ramen <laughs> chocolate cake teenager so That's this about had, it. this had to have been mind-blowing for him it was mind-blowing yeah. to me because he actually ordered the brisket sandwich good for him he's your your boy's turning into a man and, did, he, did and, he let you have a bite yes he did it was fantastic and he loved it and he had a rib oh, with God. the sauce and everything and he just loved it and it's like it opened a whole new world for him I, i'm just really really happy until for him. every day now he's going god dad the, can we go to slaps the, yeah exactly the, the twinkle in t-bone's eye of, <laughs> of just being a proud dad right now is my, my baby had a rib yeah, it, it used to be can we go to mcdonald's and i'm like oh god there's 12 bucks out the door now it's like can we go to slaps and it's like oh yes yeah, i was gonna say yes, yes because now i'm ordering too we yeah. love our barbecue but it's a little more expensive <laughs> so t-bone what'd you order at slaps I probably didn't think this story through well enough. But you get, um, when you get McNuggets, a cheeseburger. No, <laughs> actually, I went for the cheeseburger. They had online that they had a smoked burger. Sure. Now that and sounds I was good. Like, I know, uh, and I was already, and they were like, "We don't have hamburgers." Oh. And I, I won't. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I got a salad. <laughs> well, I mean, it had pork on it. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Pork, and I and I also had a rib. Okay. That's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we'll let it slide. I actually in I think your willpower is something to be admired. 
<laughs> By the way, I'm going to bring up with Travis about my, uh, I had brisket over the weekend too, but I'm going to wait until we talk to Travis next segment about the brisket I had over the weekend. So just a little, uh, what do you call that's it? That's a teaser right there. Teaser. Man, that's what, that's look what at it you. is. Wow. That, if, you know, if you weren't going to stay on for, for marinades and brines, you'll certainly stay on for that. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> So I'll tell you what, let's do our Ask Dr. Dan, our Barbecue Fix-It Man segment, sponsored by our October Barbecue Sauce of the Month. I love the name of this. Banana Jack Murphy's Original Barbecue Sauce. Your taste... Your taste? (laughs) Sorry, Don, I screwed that up. I mean, Dan. Your taste buds will go bananas. The Banana Jack Murphy Radio Show, by the way, you can listen to at tigerradio.com. That's tigerradio.com. And by the way, I tried that barbecue sauce last week. You know, T-Bone, you brought in a bottle of, or no, who brought in a bottle? T-Bone did. T-Bone brought in, gave us a little sample of it. It was really good. And last week we did a segment on ribs. Mm-hmm. Between tasting the barbecue sauce and talking about ribs, I had to stop and get a half a slab of ribs on the way home. Oh, from where? Yeah. Ah, I don't want to say. Okay. But uh, it's <laughs> they were good. They weren't great. That's why I don't want to yeah. say. They were oh. good, not great. But the sauce went on ribs really well. Oh, I'm sure it did. It was really yeah. good. Speaking, so. Hey, can I, I I just like to say right now, I T-Bone and I were texting last night, and I'm pretty sure that I cooked the best slab of ribs I've cooked in the last three years. And so you know what he did? And so he uh, said, I, I why said, don't you bring some in? Bring hang, in some leftovers. He said, sure. I hang sure on. thing. Hang on. I'm looking around because I'm sure there, there's aluminum foil. <laughs> and you know what happened? I left them in the fridge at work. I brought, I made it a point to bring. How, how many so, ribs were in there? It was uh, three quarters of a slab because usually when I cook them, I eat two of them. Okay. And between I, the four of us. <laughs> there'd have been plenty. No quality control check. <laughs> we, yeah, we, it's a quality <laughs> control check. Yeah. I will uh, make sure that I actually, you know, here's the real test. If I can duplicate them next week, then we know we got a winner. Yeah. Something tells me they will not be duplicated. Oh, come on. You're getting ready for competition, right? Yes. I've got, yeah, I've got one in a couple of weeks and I haven't, I haven't really cooked any true competition barbecue in a while. It's just been kind of, you know, just salt and pepper, throw it on and do the thing. Well, and, uh, well so, let T-Bone and Kyle and myself be your judge. You know, we, will, we, yes. should, we should experiment on I'm us. a little gun shy about bringing cold ribs in. Well, not cold. Well, we'll, we'll warm them up somehow. Yeah, Kyle can heat them up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, Kyle can sit on them for... I didn't know that we had a, I had <laughs> like a, the show. a cooker in the studio. Oh, we, we have everything. Oh, okay. We have everything. <laughs> Next week, air conditioning. Okay. T-Bone, what's your question, buddy? Dear Dr. Dan, yes. every time I smoke whole chickens, the skin doesn't get crispy. Is this normal? Hmm. It's not very appetizing. Is there a simple solution to this that I am missing? Thanks. Love the show. Barbecue patty. Barbecue patty. <laughs> All right, barbecue patty. Well, is, is this related to hamburger patty? <laughs> Peppermint patty? Peppermint. Could be. I don't know. One of the patties. So... There's a pretty simple explanation for this. You know, one of the things is that you can do in order to get crispy skin on a whole chicken is to cut the back out of it and do what people call spatchcocking it, which will make, it will create more surface area. I beg your pardon? Spatchcock. Okay. He was was my gym instructor in middle school. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I knew what he was talking about, but I figured I'd let T-Bone ask. Steve over here knows exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) So if you create more surface area with the whole chicken by cutting the back out of it and laying it flat or spatchcocking it, that will help out. But the biggest thing is you want to, you don't want to cook too hot because you're going to burn that skin. You want the fat to render out of it and cook it skin side down to begin with. 
That way, it, the skin will get nice and crispy. You flip it back over, meat side down, and finish it off, and you'll have crispy skin every single time. And I'm assuming if you cook it too hot, the outside gets all burnt well, up, yeah, and, the, and then scorch. the inside won't cook that, enough, right? That's correct. Yeah, it's just, so that's not the solution. And right. you don't want that, because I'd, I'd sacrifice you know rubbery skin for cook through chicken as long as the inside's better yeah exactly but the big you know the biggest thing is you just want to make sure that you cook it low enough to get the skin to set up and you'll you'll notice it i call it i call it the skin boat because it'll just kind of <laughs> set up I mean, the, the skin but can we say skin boat on on the radio you know, I need to start working with more famous people here. I know. All right. <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> Barbecue Patty, thank you so much for your question. We're going to send you our October barbecue sauce of the month. Banana Jack Murphy's original barbecue sauce. Your taste buds will go bananas. And check out Banana Jack Murphy and his radio show at TigerRadio.com. And coming up next segment, we've got Travis Clark. He's got this great restaurant, does competition out of Oklahoma. So we'll be doing that. Also, don't forget, if you're not a member of the Barbecue Radio Nation, please do so on Facebook. Just give us a like at BBQ Radio Nation. It's free to join. And we'll be right back with Travis Clark right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Be sure to check out the fantastic selection of barbecue grills, smokers, and so much more at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Just smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man. Your worst man. <gasps> you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Barbecue Radio Nation with Dave Caius and Dan Hathaway will be right back, right after this. We've been waiting for a long time. Yes, we've been waiting for a long, long time. We've been waiting for a long time. But we ain't gonna wait no more. We're getting ready to rock and roll. Because the boys are back in town. 
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kais along with Dan Hathaway. And we're speaking with Travis Clark out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And he's got a great website. You need to check it out. It's ClarkCrewBBQ.com. That's ClarkCrewBBQ.com. Um, and one of the things I mentioned earlier, uh, Travis, when we were, we were talking about you, is you, I love this slogan. you got the Clark Crew BBQ, or I should say Clark Crew Barbecue, is for families who want competition quality barbecue. Travis Clark, welcome to the show. How you doing? Man, I'm doing great. How are things in Oklahoma? Things are really nice actually. It's a beautiful day. Oh man, we've had we've had some great weird weather lately, which we'll we'll take. You know, not all <laughs> not all the countries gets that, but so um I, I looked up your website and over the weekend I was craving brisket and I heard about this restaurant that's north of where I live and I went up there. It was good brisket. Um, tender, nice smoke ring, all that. Didn't really care for the sauce, but that's a whole other story. Um, but I was looking at your uh, menu, and you got the brisket either chopped or sliced, and it's Snake River Farms American Wagyu. Talk a little bit about your brisket, and also, you know, you, you, you're talking about your competition and take it home for families, but also kind of maybe throw in there something. How do you fix it at home? How do you fix it at the restaurant? What's what's a little bit different, and especially for home, because we're really trying to help the backyard barbecuer. You know, what I do at home and my restaurant is almost the exact same. It's a lot different than what I do in competition, but at home and at the restaurant, it's almost identical to how I cook mine. Mm-hmm. I... uh you know, I, I cook a Snake River Farm still. That's a little more high-dollar brisket than, yeah. than most people probably want for home if you don't know. But same brisket I use in competition. You know, we buy so many of them, we get a great deal on them. So that's what we run, and that's all I ever cook at home. Once you've, once you've cooked one of those, it's really hard to go the other way. <laughs> you know, uh, I do a minimal trim when I'm at home or at the restaurant. Nothing like competition. You know, it's a, it's a very minimal trim. You know, I, I leave some fat on there. I like to leave about a half inch of fat, personally competition you can't do that you know so at home i really think it's better Mm -hmm. you know leave leave a little fat fats flavor yeah you know you could use that fat depending on the pit you're cooking on to use it like a shield you know is your heat coming from the bottom is your heat coming from the top you know don't don't let that burn the meat you know use use that fat as a shield Mm. you know people talk about it melting down through there don't buy into that but just use it as a shield the same brisket will work either way on any pit you know it it doesn't even matter just know your heat flow the only thing I really do to them, I'll put down just a light touch of like olive oil. You can use peanut oil or anything like that. We have worried about peanut allergies in the restaurant, so we don't do that. So I just use olive oil. Just use extra virgin olive oil, just a real light deal. I hit it with salt and pepper, kosher salt, and then coarse ground black pepper. I'm, I mix mine a little heavier on the pepper. I do three parts pepper to one part salt. That's and I would just put a light coat of that down. And then all I use is my Clark Crew Barbecue brisket rub. Now, by the way, do you sell, by the way, do you sell that on your website? I do. You oh, can buy okay. it right there. <laughs> there you go. Kansas in Kansas City, you can buy it right there at the barbecue store. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't help. Do not help Dan out. Okay. There's no helping I, I Dan I out. I got it. I got it. I'll contact you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Travis, you're a, you're you're doing like an old school brisket rub on that thing. Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. Nice. Is that is that something? you know and people people love it you know we've toyed around different things I used several rubs and I was doing it like more of like a competition one and everything you know what people just like simple man and, you know and I, I I like it that way yeah you're absolutely right I mean that's why that's why Texas barbecue is so popular right now well that forever it's been popular because it's just it's simple it's salt pepper some garlic you can taste the meat you, there's not a yeah, lot of sugar you know, to it it's just you've tried my rub and I mean that's what it is salt pepper 
paprika, garlic, you know, it's got a little bit of sugar in it, but not a lot. Right. You yeah. know, it's just a simple, simple rub. That's just killing it. You know, there's guys using that in competition every weekend. I'm getting messages saying, man, we won, we won, we won. But you know, I haven't competed this year, but I'm telling you for, for at home, I use that rub every single week on, on something, my rib rubber that, but that, that, that brisket rub is just out of this world. It's just old school. And it's like, that's coming back around. I hope so. People just love it. Yeah. I hope so. I hope it is coming back around. Cause that's, that's what barbecue is supposed to taste like. Speaking of competition, that's, that's Travis, are, are you going to be at Osage this year? Are you making the nope. trip up? Oh, I'm not cooking anything this year. Oh, Nothing. bummer, man. <laughs> that's because dan wanted to beat you well, at least that, we're gonna well, think see, he is well, that, well there's always tried. hope that just never works well. Uh, well yeah yeah right no, so travis uh, have you won the last two osage city contests i've won three of the last four okay wow. that's what i thought yeah because I, I always sit behind travis at the award ceremony and he's I mean, it's just like a, it's just constantly getting up and I'm sitting there going, okay, well, when's my turn? Yeah. So yeah, I would won three of the last four and I think we were second or third the other year. Of it. Nice. Well, I need a box runner this year. If you're, uh, if you're, if you're open, you know, I've just said, I'm going <laughs> to stay away from them because if I go, I'll get that itch and I'm trying to just trying to be try good to, this year. Trying to run a restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. Yep. There, there's no problem with that. Cause you, it didn't bother me when everyone, when they canceled the Royal and the Jack, I was like, Ooh, that makes it easy for me. You know what? I yeah. didn't get that itch. So well, you that, that just helps. Get you ready for the fall, you know, with, with the restaurant. So, so good Tra- for you. Absolutely. Travis, I want to get back to that brisket for a minute because it sounded so good. So when you're doing it at home, um, how, about what temperature, how long are you smoking it? How, how do you fix it when you're so, doing it at home? So the one thing I'd tell you at home, like if you're cooking on a pellet grill, I don't, I, I run it a lot longer before I wrap it. Typically, I like to tell you to wrap around 165 to 170 internal temp, wrap it up. On on a pellet grill, I'll I'll push that up more like one seventy five, one eighty, mm. um, just just to get a little more smoke on it. If you're cooking on a drum or something like that, I'd definitely do about one sixty five. You know, I you know I'd I'd wrap it sooner. But if you're not getting the smoke you want, I like a little more smoke, especially at home. I'd push it just a little longer. There's a point when you're cooking a brisket that you know when you see it, it'll get to that point. It'll dry out. It'll start looking dry, and then after that, you're going to see it start getting wet again. You're going to see little little bubbles start and then you're going to see it doing that you need to wrap that thing when that happens you're getting you're starting to get it hot enough inside you're boiling that moisture out you're going to start pushing it out if you don't wrap it by then it's going to get dry yeah once it starts getting close to that you know that 180 190 that's when it starts you know you're going to see that over 170 depending on how fast you get there Mm -hmm. if you're low and slow it's going to take a little longer to see it if you're hot and fast, you're going to see it a little quicker. And Travis is absolutely right. When you when it starts to, I wouldn't call it purging liquid, but when it when you start to see that that liquid start to come out of the top of the brisket, there's not there's a not a prettier sight in the world when it comes <laughs> to barbecue. But then you just you know that it's it's just going to be killer because there's nothing worse than wrapping too soon. Now and, and everything about that at that point, you're you're going to see your rub start get a little redder. You're going to start seeing that pepper start getting a little char on it. It's starting to look pretty. When that thing's got that look and it's starting to do that, wrap it. Now, and, and, now, and I've tried about every kind of butcher paper in the world, and I'm I'm a pink butcher paper fan. So uh, um, um, here's my here. Okay, so when you wrap it, do you take it off the out of the smoker, or do you put it back in the smoker after you wrap no, it? No, I, I, I'll wrap it. You know, and here's a here's a key to wrapping. When you lay that butcher paper down, take take your water bottle and spray that butcher paper with water, just a light mist. That'll make that thing form to that brisket better instead of being real rough. 
And the other thing that's going to do is that butcher paper is going to soak up moisture, right? No matter what, you may as well add the moisture that it's going to soak up. So it ain't soaking up everything you just put in your brisket. That's probably one of the best pieces of advice as far as wrapping brisket. That's a game changer. I mean, a game changer. I honest to God, I, we, you know, we've been talking about wrapping in with butcher paper for the last couple of years because Franklin made it so popular with his restaurants and that's the first time I've ever heard that be honest with you by the way it's, Travis you, know, you should know that when, Dan- when you're doing when you're doing 80 <laughs> or 90 a day you figure out all those little tricks that's that's <laughs> awesome man by the way Travis Dan was writing that down just so you know as <laughs> as you were saying that Dan like oh Dan, Dan, Dan calls on the cell phone when he wants to know something <laughs> <laughs> he's got all my recipes don't let him lie <laughs> hey, hey Travis we're, we're back we're running out of time on this segment but we'd love to have you if you can hang on for one more segment you got a little time for us Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely great. Well, we're talking to Travis Clark. He's out of Oklahoma City. He's got a great restaurant. Check out the website. It's ClarkCrewBBQ.com. That's ClarkCrewBBQ.com. And uh, the great line, Clark Crew Barbecue is for families who want competition-quality barbecue to eat there or take home. And, well, I've just been getting hungry as we're talking about this. And, of course, all this, you can find it on our Facebook page at BBQ Radio Nation like us and become a part of the barbecue radio nation and we'll be right back on barbecue radio nation boom 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 gonna shoot you right down If you're sick with COVID-19 or think you might have it, take steps to help protect other people from getting sick. Stay home except to get medical care. Call the doctor before visiting. Separate yourself from others who live with you. Wear a cloth face covering to protect others. Cover your coughs and sneezes with a tissue and clean your hands right away. Avoid sharing items with other people in your home. This includes things like towels and bedding. Be sure dishes are washed in hot water or the dishwasher before anyone else uses them. Stay aware of how you feel. If you start to have difficulty breathing or if you're worried about your health, call your doctor. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. I'm a hard-working man. I wear a steel hard hat. I can ride rope, a hammer and paint. Do things with my hands that most men can't. I can't get ahead no matter how hard I try. I'm getting really good at barely getting by. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kais, along with engineer Kyle, producer T-Bone, and our co-host, our barbecue expert, Dan Hathaway. We're talking to Travis Clark out of Oklahoma City. He's got a great restaurant. Check it out at ClarkCrewBBQ.com. That's ClarkCrewBBQ.com. Before we get back to uh, talking about barbecue, Travis, um, you're married, right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, did he pause on that one? <laughs> so um, I was looking at your bio. It says you're married to Kimberly Lucas Clark, and you have four great kids, Jennifer 13, Madison 6, Brooklyn 5, and Cooper 4. Now, I have a I question. Wrote, I Go ahead. I to update that. <laughs> <laughs> now, let, now let, me, let me ask you a question. What is it with you barbecue people and being fertile? Because everybody, is it in the sauce? I mean, I have barbecue I, sauce. So here's, here's the deal, Dave, and, and I think we went through this before. When you first start learning how to barbecue, you've got, you put the briskets on super early. You've got a lot of time to kill. <laughs> I mean, that's just the God's honest truth. We, so the running joke, Travis, is that we, we had Tim on, you know, Tim's got three girls. We had, yep. uh, we had Nick on from Chigger Creek. He's got a mess of kids. Who else did we have on? I mean, just everybody has like three or more children. I know. Everybody's and had three children. The at guys least. in the studio are looking at me like, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> and I'm like, Hey man, 
we know what we want and uh we got a lot of time on our hands <laughs> you know and, and I, I just think we're we're underestimated how pretty we really are <laughs> you're damn right travis <laughs> i i think this will sum up my uh my uh, relationship life i grilled burgers okay yeah. they're pretty wah, much wah, yeah, they're pretty much done in about two minutes <laughs> they are done so speaking of being pretty travis i'm i i love your restaurant and all the pictures of it and it looks like it looks it's just gorgeous but the one thing that is so impressive is the that enormous smokehouse that you guys built on the outside of the building. And honest to God, I've never seen anything like that before where you can actually, you walk around the building, you can look in, you can see what your guys are doing, you know? And, and one of the things that sticks out to me is that you have probably one of the coolest camelbacks I've ever seen in, in, the, in the back of that building. And, and that just goes to show you that when real barbecue guys cook real barbecue, they do not spare any expense on the equipment they're cooking on. So why don't you give us a little insight on what made you decide to cook with that cooker instead of maybe going with a, you know, the more traditional restaurant route with some old hickories or, or that sort of thing. And Travis, while you do that, would you explain to the rest of us a camelback? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I built this big smokehouse. I mean, it's 1800 square foot just for the smokehouse. Wow. Now I've got two big old hickory rotisseries in there. Like most restaurants would have, they're huge. Cook my ribs and chicken on them and pork overnight. Then I have two big 1000 gallon, uh, camelback offset pits. So those are traditional all wood fired offset pits. I mean, it's a giant version of what I compete on. They're huge. They're 24 feet long end in. I have two of those in there. I can cook about 80 to 90 briskets, depending on the size between those two. They're, they're monsters. The one thing that I wanted to do this is, I mean, Dan will tell you, I'm as real as it gets. I don't sugarcoat it. I mean, I'm as real as you get. And I, and I want to cook a traditional way. I, I, I compete with offset pits when I compete. I, I don't use a lot of gauges or nothing like that. No fans. I just do it old school. And it's always worked for me. And I just felt my restaurant should have that if I was going to do it. Now we put those in. The one thing I didn't think about is my wood guy, um, <laughs> how much I do. And I, I burn, you know, six to $7,000 worth of wood a month. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, and what's funny is he supplies every restaurant down here with wood and he's like, oh, these guys, you know, will burn one or two Rick a month. You know, I burn two Rick a day. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy the amount of wood we go through. And now are, you, are, are your you lunches, it's good uh, food. go ahead. I'm, I'm so sorry. Are your lunches or dinners bigger as far as people coming in? Um, it depends on the day. Like uh, Monday, Tuesdays, we get big lunch rushes, little light in the evenings. Wednesday is about even. And then you switch when you're Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we get a huge lunch crowd and a huge dinner crowd. Oh, it's I just bet. a spike up and down. You know, we're doing Friday, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, they're $30,000 days for us. They're wow. big days. Well, I mean, it's just the numbers we do is just unbelievable. We just got a little over two minutes. Um, we talked about ribs last week. Can you briefly talk about your preparing of ribs? So our ribs, I cook a big rib, same rib that uh, Joe's Kansas City cooks. I mean, just I think it's the best rib you can buy. Three and a half pounds, St. Louis cut rib. I score mine on the back. Uh, I'm not sure how they do theirs. I score mine on the back, season them with my that same black pepper and salt, just a light, light coat of that. And then I use my Clark Crew barbecue rib rub. We put them on there. We smoke those at 275 on my rotisserie. Same temp I cook them at in competition. Uh, when I pull them off there, the only other thing that I do is I, I finish mine before they go out to the customer over a live wood fire grill. I have a live wood fire Santa Maria grill, and I uh, sear them on that too just to get a, add a little more char to more of that home home flavor. 
So when you say you score the back of the ribs, Travis, are you not uh, pulling the membrane? You're just kind of no, no, I'm not. I nice. can't, I can't to sear them uh-huh. on that grill to fall apart. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. A lot of so places I, that I, I take them, I take them and I throw them down. Like uh, put that membrane side down and let it just char that real good and get all that fat bubbling in there. Yeah, and I, you know, and if somebody wants some sauce, and we'll sauce them and flip them over mm-hmm. and and just set that char with that wood on that though. I mean, all that's live wood fire. It, it just adds another level of flavor to it. They're what? just are, are unbelievable. You, are you using are you using pecan in the live wood or what are you using in the live? Yeah, wood? I use I use all pecan yeah. on that grill. That's uh, an Oklahoma thing. I start off with oak. <laughs> I start off with oak for an hour and then I switch to pecan. So nice. everything is pecan. Wow. See, and this is why I wanted to tra- talk to Travis because everything that he does barbecue or everything he does in his life probably too is so calculated. And when he says he's, you know, no restaurant starts something with Oak and then finishes it with pecan. I mean, that's just, that's crazy talk, but Travis has done it and he's now he's figured it out and he's cooking awesome barbecue for everybody in Oklahoma city. Travis, I, I we're kind of running out of time here. I want to, first of all, thank you for being a guest and thank you for making me very hungry. <laughs> uh, I mean, just everything you talked about, the brisket and the ribs just yeah. sounds so good. Um, catch them down in Oklahoma city. It's Clark crew, BBQ.com. What's the address of your restaurant? It's 3510 Northwest Expressway. Oklahoma all right. I'll be there in three and a half hours. Go there. <laughs> uh, and if you didn't catch all the interview, you can check it out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, along with TuneIn, Alexa, just to name a few of a podcast that we're running later on. So, uh, again, Travis Clark, thanks so much for being a guest on our show, and happy barbecuing, buddy. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks, thank you. Travis. And we'll be right back on Barbecue Radio Nation. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here, huh? Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. Well, I like a full-bodied logger as much as the next hard-working man. The taste of suds while dealing stud, I can surely understand. Trucker speed, and yes, indeed, it's nearly getting light. Well, it's time to switch to whiskey. We've been drinking beer all night. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation with my co-host, Dan Hathaway. I am Emmy Award winner, <laughs> Dave Caius. <laughs> You're not supposed to laugh at that. I really have a regional Emmy. I am so proud of you for that. Now, uh, in the first segment, we we kind of did a little inside joke that I need to explain is when when we first got together to record the show tonight, they both looked at me, that would be in T-Bone and Dan, and went, you need to be more famous. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm thinking, if I was more famous, I wouldn't be working with you two. That's for sure. Whoa, that, 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 <laughs> hey now, that cuts deep. Oh, sure. You can that insult me, in. but if I insult oh. you back. Well, you know. No, I had a comedy club owner one time. He said, Dave, you're really funny and, and I would like to headline you, but you need to be more famous. So that's going to be my tagline for the rest of my life. Even if I become famous, it's still going to be the non-famous Emmy Award winner, Dave Caius. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, all right. So your Emmy is your claim to fame. Who won an Emmy last year? Oh, um, uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Okay. I only say that because she wins one like every year. I was going to say. Oh, this is, I I thought, I was, I was waiting for the multiple choice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that. At least when I do the MSN.com survey, I give you guys multiple choice. Everybody else forgets. Who I th- won an Emmy? I was you, impressed you, that I remembered company. I remember. Yeah. I'm impressed that I remember Julie Re- Louise Dreyfus. Okay, so uh, before we get to brines and marinades, want to do our weekly affiliate shout out. Going to Hot 105.5 KKOY FM out of Chinute, Kansas. You can listen to them streaming if you want at Hot1055.net. Don't know if I've ever pointed this out, but. It's a little complicated because on your radio dial, it's 105.5. But when you put it into the computer, they can't put that extra dot there. No that, dots. That makes sense because it's it you can only have so many dots. So 100%. Uh, listen, actually, you can listen to our show streaming live at hot1055.net. We are on there Sunday mornings at 1030 right before F, the uh, NFL pregame. So... That's pretty cool. Also, we are our simulcast on Your Country, KKOY, 1440 AM, again, out of Chanute, Kansas. And you can check out their website at kkoy.com. That's kkoy.com. And again, you can tune in Sunday mornings at 1030 Central Time, right before NFL pregame. So let's talk about brines and marinades. Let's start off with some brines. We've talked about this before. And kind of going back to the original question that we had from, what was her name? Barbecue... Patty. 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 Barbecue Patty, yeah. Barbecue Patty talking about, you know, t- burning the outside of the chicken. Well, it wasn't burning. It was, it was, it was, it, <laughs> we're going to we're gonna get... We're gonna, <laughs> what did I say? What did I... What? Dear we're, Dr. Dan, yeah. my steak is not burning <laughs> out burnt. Yeah. What am I doing wrong? We're going to we're gonna go back to Patty's question. We're going to refer to it as developing crispy skin. By the way, this is why I'm not famous for <laughs> questions like that. But anyway, yeah, let's, let's talk about brines. So... What do you want to know, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> did Julia Louise Dreyfus use a brine? To win an Emmy, yes, she did. She did. Yes. Yeah, so Dave, uh, really brining, you're just introducing more moisture to the meat. And, and in order to do that, you have to have a solution of salt, sugar, and water. So when you, when you dump, that, when you dump the, the, the brine solution into, say, a bucket or a bag and you, and you put your chicken in there, there's a chemical reaction that happens where the the salt's actually going to help the water soak into the meat, mm-hmm. and it's going to go all the way through the bone. So that's going to give you a more moist chicken, and, I assume. And that's that's primarily the reason to brine. You know, a lot of people they uh, they correlate brining and marinade as the same thing, but really with marinades, you're in you're introducing a a flavor to the meat. You're not necessarily introducing more moisture at that point because a lot of times. The uh, marinades will contain some acid to them, so that actually helps break down the meat a little bit, but it doesn't necessarily help it retain moisture. And brining is really the key to doing that. Now, I'm one of those people, I like a little bit of salt, but not a lot of salt. Right. So should I reduce the quantity of salt when I'm brining? You know, you don't want too low of a solution as far as salt goes because it won't create that. It won't work. It, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically an osmosis. And so... Uh, what you can do is you can, you can do, you can introduce the salt, you can introduce the sugar in the water, but then the most important thing, if you think that if you're kind of iffy about it being a little too salty, the most important thing you can do anytime you brine any, any piece of meat is actually rinse it under cold water when it's done brining. Right. And you've that talked way, about that. Yeah, that sounds really, and that yeah. way it just, it eliminates any of that surface salt. That way, when you go to season it or you go to put it into a marinade after that, 
you're not going to end up with a, meat, a piece of meat that's just so salty you can't eat Plus, it. Plus, you've talked about patting it down to get the water on the outside off of it so you, right. when it hits the grill or, or smoker, it doesn't like Correct. just burn up. So we'll, we'll, we'll reference Patty's question earlier. Okay. You know, when you, when you brine a piece of chicken and you want to achieve that crispy skin, the most important thing you can do is get the, pat it dry. You know, I just, I'll just put paper towels over mm-hmm. the top of it, pat it dry, get it nice and, you know, to the point where there's no more moisture, you know, just falling off of it. But put it in the refrigerator because your refrigerator is a, is a, is going to be low humidity and it's going to be, it's going to be cold. So it's going to keep it fresh, but it's also has a lot of air movement through there. So it's going to help dry out that skin a little bit, but retain the moisture inside the meat. So when you do go to cook it skin side down on that, on that low right. heat grill, you're, it's, it's going to cook properly and it, it's going to have the right amount of moisture to it where it's not going to burn but it's not going to be so wet that it doesn't cook through. Okay. Now, in our short remaining time, let's talk quickly about marinades. I love marinades. I actually did some hanger steaks the other night, and uh, I used a new product from our friend David from Butcher Barbecue. It's actually called Barbecue Mud. Mm-hmm. I did you know about a half a cup of barbecue mud, and I actually did a, uh, like an, a boulevard beer, a pale ale, mm-hmm. and marinated these steaks in it for a couple hours and just grilled them off super hot and the flavor that you get on it is great. Now, and that and that's really what you're looking for with marinades is is in, is introducing new flavors to, you know, whatever piece of meat you're you're cooking. So like I do a lot of uh like orange juice, soy sauce, okay. you know, that that traditional kind of marinade on chicken breasts and chicken wings and that sort of thing. And it's a great it's a great base that you can say you could add jalapenos to that or oh, you wow. or you could add um you know, you could add some ball or or like a, a a sriracha sauce to it to give it a little bit of spice. But then you have the base, you have the salt with the soy sauce, the savory, the umami is what they call it. And then you have the orange juice, which you know citrus is always key for me with marinades because it has the acid that we talked about that helps break down the the muscles and everything else and gives you a nice tender piece of meat. The one thing you don't want to do is marinate it too long with too much citrus because then you get almost like a like a ceviche kind of effect where it's the acids essentially cooking the meat before it's even touches the grill. Okay. And do you, do you take all that and put it in a bag and like put it in the refrigerator for yeah, a period of time? About how long? Oh, you know, it really depends on the size of the meat and the solution that you're marinating it in. So if, if it's a, if it's a high acid, I'll only do a couple hours. Uh, if it's a low acid, you can go longer. If it's say beef, I usually generally go longer than chicken because beef just seems to take a little bit sure. longer to marinate. But yeah, it really just, you just have to play with it and kind of get a feel of what, what you want to accomplish. Well, you can check out all those products, by the way, at KansasCityBBQStore.com. That's KansasCityBBQStore.com. And we will be right back right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Is it with you, Yanks, and your barbecues? Try Haggis! 
sheep's heart, liver, and lungs packed into the sheep's stomach, and then boiled. Delicious. This is Big Mo Kason. You listen to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm going to tell you what. If you're looking, you ain't cooking. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Kais, along with my co-hosts, Dan, Doc, Hathaway, Don, Hathaway. <laughs> what, any other nicknames you have for yourself? Uh, Danny Bob. Oh. <laughs> T-Bone, we're using Danny Bob from now on. Right That's that perfect. Down. It's right better than down. Doc. By the way, Danny Bob lined up for us. Travis Clark <laughs> out of Oklahoma City. Great restaurant. Check it out at ClarkCrewBBQ.com. Also, if you did not catch all the interview, it'll be on our Facebook page. Please like us, BBQ Radio Nation, and that'll be on there starting on Thursday. Of course, we were talking about marinades and brines. A lot of those, well, all those products, aren't they at your store? Yeah, we have a, we have a, a very large selection at the Kansas City Barbecue Store of all the brines and marinades that you'd ever need. Check that out, the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. Our Ask Dr. Dan segment, Barbecue Patty. I love that name. Yeah. Patty had a great question. I, you know, I get that question a lot, you know, whether it's from Patty or Bill or Bobby <laughs> Sue. And she got herself a bottle of Banana Jack Murphy's Original Barbecue Sauce. Your taste buds will go bananas. Also, if you have a question for us, please send it either email at drdan at bbqradionation.com or Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. Also, if you just want to send us an email in general, just make it nice. Dave and Don. You did it. I did it. (laughs) Dave and Dan at BBQ Radio Nation. And uh, we also covered today brines and marinades. I kind of want to get more into marinades next time. We kind of run out of time on that. But uh, we got some fun shows coming up. We're going to talk about some open flame cooking, fire pits. Uh, We got Halloween around the corner. So we're going to get from Dan your favorite schmore recipe. Schmore. 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 We want your favorite schmore recipe. Well, we can definitely do that. (laughs) Also coming up in future shows, you know, Thanksgiving, believe it or not, just around the corner. So we're going to be talking a lot about preparing turkeys during the month of August. November and of course Thanksgiving you got Black Friday Cyber Monday Dan's going to start telling us about little fun things that you can buy for (laughs) for Christmas gifts at your store well you know I mean who wouldn't want to get barbecue stuff for Christmas actually I would I know you you need to way better than socks folks or ties or ties get barbecue stuff do that for your (laughs) for your dad or your mom yeah. Even, even if mom doesn't want a tie, go, don't get her a tie. Get mom some barbecue stuff. So <laughs> like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation for engineer Kyle and producer T-Bone. My partner in crime, Dan, what was that nickname? Danny Bob. Danny Bob <laughs> Hathaway. I'm Dave Kais. Thank you for listening to Barbecue Radio Nation and happy barbecuing. a fire extinguisher when you fire up the grill on the weekends email us at dave and dan at bbqradionation.com and ask dr dan the barbecue fix it man for some advice if we use your letter on the air you receive a free bottle of barbecue radio nation's sauce of the month